0: Welcome to Jason and the Movie Knots. I'm Jason Sachs. I'm Carlos Svidella. And we are discussing uh, the next in our list of Marvel movies in chronological order by movie, Captain Marvel, starring Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, Jude Law, Annette Benning, and a bunch of other folks uh, directed by Ryan Fleck and Anna Boden. I like this more the second and third watch than I did first watch. I wonder if you felt the same way.
1: Yeah, I've only seen it once. So I know you have a tendency to watch movies many times, which is good, because you like you said, you get more out of them and can see more parts of it. But for me, I only saw this once, but I did just see it recently for the first time so I had never seen this one. I kind of put it on my backlog, and so it's fresh in my mind, and I really liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Maybe I went in with low expectations, but it really did fill in a lot of gaps for me, and I think it's really important when it comes to the MCU and kind of like the timeline.
0: Yeah, I mean, it fills in a lot of gaps, everything from why Nick lost his eye to um, a lot of the background of the Avengers and the, the, the presence of Extraterrestrials in the Marvel universe and many other things as well. It's also nice to have a lead female character as our superhero for a change instead of all guys. Uh, you know, other than WandaVision, which came subsequent to this, really are no female lead, uh no female superheroes who had been the focus in Marvel movies. Uh we'll get Black Widow, I guess, later this year.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh,
0: and I also really like the focus on family, specifically her connection with Maria Rambeau and Monica's looking up to her. That, that sense of family in this movie kind of set it apart from others to me. And most of the other Marvel movies keep very little emphasis on family. It kind of was striking that, uh, like the scenes that were in Monica's house in the bayou there just felt really unique for a Marvel movie.
1: Yeah, I like those. It's just unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it, it happened late in the movie, mm-hmm. right? Like those scenes are later in the movie when you're kind of figuring out who in quotes Carol is, and and not this verse person. And then, yeah, you get this kind of family vibe, and you get like this empowerment and realization of who this person is. But yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, but to start, we have to start on another planet far away. In another galaxy? I don't know. Wait, where is it? It's in Hala. Where is that again? It's the head of the part of the Cree Empire, the home Empire. of the Empire. But isn't that our galaxy or is it another universe? I get confused. Does it really matter? It's all hand waving anyway. <laughs> Jason, it says it's it doesn't in some matter. Some other place. Okay. Some other place called Hala. There's VERS. Brie Larson is VERS to start with. And she's got like memory loss and she has Von Rog or Jude Law who's telling her how to do things and being an asshole. I, by the way, no offense to Julian in person, I don't know him, but all of his characters I hate. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't like And Law. And he, I mean, maybe that's his whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that is him as,
0: that's who he is as an actor. Should say at this point, by the way, there will be spoilers. We're not going to be self-censoring here since the movie is just a couple of years old and a lot of you may have missed it. There will be spoilers. So from this point forward, you have been warned.
1: Right. Spoiler warning is up. And back to Hala. So you have Vers, who is Brie Larson, and she is basically training with Jude Law in the beginning. I'm just going to call him Jude Law for the rest of the podcast. And in disrespect uh, for his character. <laughs> totally MCU. Yeah. But uh, they basically are talking about the war they have with the Skrulls. Their people have this war with the Skrulls, and you're introduced to them, like you said, alien race. And in the beginning, I think they're really trying to focus on fooling the audience that these are the bad guys in quotes and then you have talos or talos talos and he's doing the memory probe on brie he basically captures her and does a memory probe which again this whole movie is filled with flashbacks of her basically waking up to figure out who she really is that's a good setup and then basically she escapes and she lands in la And again, big, huge part for this movie uh, is it's in 1995. So it takes place in the past, our past. And she lands at a blockbuster because it is Mm -hmm. the 90s. And I actually like, real quick tangent, I like a lot of the use of 90s music in this movie.
0: Yeah, I do too. Before we get to that, I want to ask, so the first half hour or so of the movie takes place in space and on alien planets. And you're deliberately like a little off kilter. Did it be like a weak beginning to the movie to you?
1: Yes, it did. I'm glad you brought it back to that. Before we go to LA and Blockbuster in the 90s. Yeah, the very beginning that I just summarized, it felt like I was bored. I was confused. I hated Jude Law. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I didn't, I was confused. Like I knew that it was Captain Marvel, but it really wasn't. It was Vers. I didn't know who the Skrulls were. I was being introduced to all this stuff quickly. Like, you know, and I felt like, yeah, I was just... I was confused and a little bored
0: yeah and it like i really felt like the movie just kind of picked up its energy once it landed in la Mm -hmm. crashing through the blockbuster was like this moment where you're like oh good okay now i'm gonna have something to land on and from that point onward like the movie just really picked up like emotionally and also in its connection to the mcu like it was really fun to see a younger version of colson there Mm mm-hmm Uh, great to see I I was actually really surprised how much I enjoyed seeing Samuel L. Jackson again as Nick in the younger version of him not sure all the bits of turning back the time on his aging worked for me but it was fun
1: anyway yeah they did some CG on his face right I think yeah a lot like they did on the
0: Irishman you know where they de-aged him
1: right right yeah I I was more focused on what he was saying and and like kind of like you know, this is the introduction to S.H.I.E.L.D., introduction to a lot of stuff. Like, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. had been going on, but like, well, at the end of the movie, it's kind of the beginning of Avengers, essentially. So right. it is fun to see that kind of like uh, blast from the past and see origins happen. And yeah, like, you're right. Like, after it came down from space, uh, it was grounded, literally. And uh, and I felt like I could figure out what's happening. And again, it's it's kind of all bam 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 like she has to chase somebody and so now we're in like a chase scene and we're we're, we're figuring out what's happening so yeah that happens and basically she chases a bunch of the scrolls because she's still under the assumption that they're the in quotes bad guys and she's got to figure out what's going on this whole time she's also getting those flashbacks of Dr. Lawson right doesn't she get them to, like pretty much the whole movie I feel like
0: right that's the Annette Benning character
1: Annette Benning, yeah who's great yeah and then Project, am I jumping all the way to Project Pegasus already? What happens in between? There's like that There's that, uh, chase scene, but there's at some pe- point they, they they go to Project Pegasus. Yeah, there's a big chase.
0: And then once uh, Nick and Carol get back together, they go to P- Project Pegasus.
1: Okay, that's right. That's the right time. There's not a ton so, of stuff in
0: between there. It's not super relevant.
1: Yeah. And so they go there to pretty much figure out the past. And she's starting to figure out that she is you know, some other person named Carol, but she doesn't know quite yet. Uh, and they talk about Maria Rambo, and um, yeah what happens uh, now I forgot the timeline after the Pegasus uh, the cat when's the cat come in
0: she takes the plane and goes to visit Maria and she finally finds her memory starting to spark as as she gets together with
1: her closest friend basically the woman who's more or less her sister Right. That's when the, how the whole familial thing comes in. And mm-hmm. yeah, that feels really good. It's like, she's been running for so long. She's been, you know, like us, like the audience confused. Right. And now this is a safe, you know, connection to the past and realization of maybe what she is and where she, you know, where she's from.
0: Mm-hmm. And things are starting to come back to her. And then they encounter the scrolls again at the house. The scrolls somehow have chased them or gotten to the house anyway. And there's where we see the first of the two or three different twists that we see in the movie, where it turns out that rather than being the aggressors in this war, the scrolls are kind of an oppressed
1: race, which yep. is a
0: really nice twist from the Marvel books because in the Marvel books, they've always been kind of this cartoonish source of evil.
1: Oh, I was going to ask. Okay. So they are just straight mean then in the comics.
0: Because they have the ability to change shape, there's been a lot of stories over the years where they're kind of the people kind of pretending to take over your body or imitating the heroes. There was a crossover event called Secret Invasion about 10 years ago, where they were like sleeper agents who were the friends of superheroes and then ended up betraying them. But I think having them portrayed this way in the movie as being the suppressed minority was really interesting. That's what's it's great good. what
1: the MCU the movies can do. You know, they can change it if if they want. And I like that.
0: The scrolls date all the way back to the very, very earliest issues of Fantastic Four. Mm.
1: So they're
0: about as old as characters get in the Marvel universe. Wow. Um, and they're they're in the original story, they imitate the Fantastic Four and commit crimes as they imitate them and in the end reed richards turns them into cows because cows are so stupid they can't transform themselves again
1: oh my goodness that's hilarious and
0: so comic (laughs) booky and then there's a great grant morrison story many years later where the people who eat that cow meat end up becoming mutants because they've consumed
1: alien food which is freaking genius it is but that's even more comic booky like (laughs) that's like doubling down on the comic bookiness <laughs> Which if that is not a term i'm i'm, I'm uh coining it right now comic bookie yeah so then after that yeah that change is really great i did like it too um i like talos is the main guy right mm-hmm. um and that actor we should look him up he's so good i know i've seen him i even with the makeup i could tell that that actor is a genius actor and he's been in a lot of things that's ben mendelssohn can you do his IMDb page while I'm, while I'm doing this? He was in this? Rogue One, Dark Knight
0: Rises, Darkest nope. Hour, Winston Churchill movie. Nope. He was in Ready Player One, Baby Teeth.
1: Hmm. Maybe it's not the guy I'm thinking of. Many, he's many. Great. Yeah, he's great though. Either way, but um, I love that kind of change of pace. You're now you know who you're rooting for. You're going to help these people. Um, you know, uh, Captain Marvel is going to help these people, and fucking Jude Law, he won't leave this movie. He's got to come back and basically mess with things. And at some point, I don't know if I'm skipping, but there's that whole explosion where she gets her powers because she's fighting freaking Jude Law. Mm-hmm. And she actually becomes truly Captain Marvel. Uh, well, not fully, because she still got the implant, I think. Uh, and then at some point, wh- where does the cat show up? yeah they meet the cat at project pegasus Oh, okay so we already met the cat the cat basically is a stowaway
0: when they steal the plane at project pegasus and go visit maria and monica at the at the community nick immediately falls in love with the kitty Uh, we should stop and say uh, jackson as nick fury is a whole different version of nick fury than any other movie and he's just such a fun character because he's younger not jaded loves cats apparently which you would never (laughs) guess like it's this really nice bit of still comic booky character building you know it's not deep in any way but at least you kind of appreciate him a lot more as a character and he starts to feel more fleshed out not just the samuel l jackson is a badass kind of guy
1: yeah although that doesn't mean in a funny way because tangent kitty scratches him kitty scratches him and they introduce that just don't jump ahead again we're kind of jumping around a little bit but That's uh, how they introduced it in this world, this MCU. That's how he got his scratch in his eye, which is hilarious, by the way. Because the way they do it, it's just like you think it's just going to be a funny little scratch. He's like, "Oh, that's not bad, right?" Yeah, it turns out to be the way he gets his scar. It gets puffier and puffier, and he's like, "No, it's going to get better." (laughs) Jeez Louise!
0: Well, after she has its own secret.
1: Yeah, after she gets the explosion and she gets her powers, at some point she has to meet. What is that called? The, like, great intelligence or something? The supreme intelligence. Supreme intelligence. This
0: wacky comic book idea that this disembodied robot, living creature in a, in, not a robot, in a computer, this vast space computer, runs, this, runs a Cree empire. And, yeah, and it's embodied in the body of
1: Annette Benning. Right. And then at some point, basically carol has to you know fight it and how she fights it is she takes out the implant which you think maybe she could have done could have done earlier but when she does take it out and because she had that explosion happen she is supreme power and Mm -hmm. she essentially is the full-on captain marvel at that point
0: the power floods into her and uh you just see the power pulsing in her body and just get the sense that like nothing's going to stop her
1: I love that moment, too, because like anybody who like tries to fight her at that point, I'm just like like yelling at the screen like, yeah, try it, because it's not going to happen. She's just going to throw you across the room. So tiny bit
0: of a tangent here, because Monica gets her powers in a similar way through the hex powers, and we sense that she's going to have similar powers, this, this really nice kind of generational connection between the two where they're, you know, she's anti-Carol to Monica. Monica gets similar powers. You can see they're really, they could potentially set up a good mentoring relationship between the two of them. Oh, totally. um, You know, surrogate mother sort of thing. And I think this is really nice because it fits this generational theme of the
1: connection between the characters. And another reason why I was so excited to, you know, jump into this timeline uh, summary watching all the movies because of WandaVision. And yeah, WandaVision ties in with Captain Marvel. I mean, directly you know you have monica looking up to her and going like i want to be a superhero and like like you said flash forward to the future she's going to be or she is and she's going to meet captain marvel and there's going to be some yeah i think there'll be some mentoring for sure and then by the way i also wanted another tangent ronan the accuser he's from our favorite show halt and catch fire it's a great great series yeah so i every time i saw ronan the accuser i was like no 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 that's the guy from halt and catch fire <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see past like that sometimes that happens you know an actor's like too in your mind so i by the way he had no point in that like i don't know what ronan accuser was was about he basically just showed up on screen at some point and was like yes do this and then well we should leave
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm.
1: kind of it right
0: yeah i i didn't quite get what he was all about there but i, I also think either. the
1: whole ending was a little bit muddled didn't you yeah that's why i'm like looking at my notes going like what happened near the end there was the scratch there was the tesseract by the way we didn't even mention that but that's in this movie and the cat uh eats it and then swallows it and then post-credit scene spits it back up so let's talk about the tesseract so now that's appeared in two different movies that we've watched yep both times
0: associated with space the red skull got uh had it in the first movie that we watched the first captain america film And once he pulls it out, the Tesseract takes action, sends him off to the far distant planet that we'll see in the two Avengers movies. In this movie, the cat who turns out to be an alien uh, swallows the Tesseract and then spits it out. But the cat seems to know what the Tesseract actually is in some way. It appears to be an intelligent creature that just happens to be living in the body of a cat so mm. it's a really nice kind of continuity between these two movies that came out what seven years apart from each other that's
1: true yeah where was the tesseract when we left it in, in captain america do we remember well i think captain america takes it back to america and then we don't really see what happens to it okay and then where does kitty find it i forgot in captain marvel kitty finds it on the spaceship doesn't it yeah see so there's a a i'm not
0: sure how it gets on the
1: spaceship yeah Mm, see by doing this we've like dissected a potential issue yeah continuity issue some might say uh that might just because it was filmed seven years apart okay here i go from praising it to taking away i know i just took away your praise Well, no, it is still keeping that, you know, the Tesseract is there and now we're bringing it back up into people's minds uh, because it is in the timeline. So it sits there. It's just, it is weird that it was on Earth and I guess then it was in a spaceship. But either way, uh, it's back on Earth again after Captain Marvel's over. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, she's got her powers. She, you know, flies off. She's going to like save other races and just save other planets because she's that strong. And another post credit scene is her coming and just like visiting the Avengers, which I forgot where that takes place in the timeline. It gets a little muddy, but at some point she sees the Avengers. So it's in the future. Yeah. 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 And she's like, I can help you guys. Uh, Where's Nick Fury? Yeah. So that happens as well. But overall, summary wise, I had a fun time. I'm, I'm with you. I think the beginning was muddled. Um. Oh yeah, Jude Law came back like three times. I'm like, just when I thought he was gone, like Act Three, just he shows go up away, again. Dude,
0: we've seen enough uh, of you.
1: And I, I was very happy that Reel Larson just kicked his ass and then sent him off on a spaceship. And he's probably alive though. And then yeah, because she sent him off on a spaceship, she didn't kill him. And, I liked
0: her a lot as a as a superhero. I thought she yeah. really pulls off the character well. She's got at least once she gets her. I didn't like her so much when she's confused, but when she gets her powers. Um, She's got this confidence and this toughness about her that I think is pretty powerful. She does seem like someone who can hold her own with Tony Stark and with uh, Captain America and the rest of the the heroes. Um, She's got this innate superheroic self-confidence that that I think is going to make her into a good character for the movies.
1: Well, just speaking real quickly about Brie Larson in general, like as an actress, like I've watched a lot of her movies and I've definitely seen, like she made an independent film that was, I really liked, but she just, you know, I watch her YouTube channel. She's got a YouTube channel. Um, You know, she's so down to earth. She just doesn't give a shit like about the business. She doesn't give a shit about like a lot of stuff. She's, um, she's just so relatable as a person. And I'm talking about like specifically, you know, I watch her on YouTube and, and yeah, there's just no, uh, nothing fake there. And so I think that helps, right? Like if yeah. the actor coming through is definitely part of the character that they're playing.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, so should we rate it on our 10th
1: scale? Oh, we do do that now. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, wait, what did Captain America do? Can you keep notes for us?
0: Do, what, what did America we say? It was
1: like a six. That's right. But we should write them down. so Because we're going to do a lot of him movies. Down. Write them down. So six. We both gave it a six. That's right. We were like, that's not bad. Uh, I think I'm going to give Captain Marvel. And we can use the 0.5 system, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to give it 7.5? I want to say eight. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, I think the beginning
0: takes away from it. Yeah. Too much for me to truly love it. Like it it ends well, I think. But I even think so, in the end, too. like the a bit of the space action stuff was kind of challenging, not challenging, but not super fun. I think the part between the time she crashes into the blockbuster to the time uh she first lands on the spaceship and sees the scrolls and gets her discovers the truth of herself. I think that's one of the better Marvel movies. But if I take it overall as a marvel movie i think it's about on the same level as captain america the first avenger i give it a 6.5
1: okay i'm gonna go 7.5 i liked it better than that because of like that middle piece was really good and i like the 90s stuff a lot we didn't talk about it again but again a lot of music from the 90s she, it's a little corny because she's wearing a nine inch nail shirt at some point for just no reason yeah like, why? like she doesn't know what the 90s right she's vers from holla like, how does she know about Trent Reznor yeah,
0: Right. And I thought like it was, it was cute. And then got kind of dorky playing like uh, just a girl when she's fighting on the spaceship.
1: Today. Right. Yeah. It was, it was, it a was nice, but it was also a little much, although awesome moment. Cause I'm a big Nirvana fan. All of a sudden Nirvana showed up at some point, like just playing like, yeah and it it didn't it kind of made sense and it didn't make sense it was in that weird like super intelligence space or some other space well that's like on earth so that's the thing i think the music is all on the nose
0: by title not by what it's about because it was come as you are right right and so she's coming as she is to someone else who is as she is right right, it's not really what cobain wrote about you know same thing just a girl it wasn't it's not really what the song is about but it fits the moment you know
1: yeah it's maybe a little overused but i did like it because again it was kind of a memory flashback for me so yeah i'm gonna stick with my 7.5 so next week we talk uh, the first iron man movie right Ooh, i'm excited now i'm gonna rewatch this one for sure because i think it came out can you just check when it came out it was a long time ago it was the first marvel movie right 2010 i believe that's that's insane 11 years ago and i believe it was the first one the first main Sorry, mcu
0: 2008 and it was the first kind of core marvel movie yeah
1: holy shit that's so long ago. okay so i'm excited to rewatch this i don't know if there's like a spruced up hdr version or something but i'll look for the nicest looking version i can get uh i'll probably do that this weekend actually i'm kind of excited now there's and then next week.
0: available for rent
1: Ooh, I'm gonna do 4K. i don't know how much they can up it but which if we ever want to talk video nerdy stuff i can uh and we'll do we'll see you guys next week on another one where else can people <laughs> find you carlos <laughs> why thanks jason you can go to youtube.com slash a lot of things i make videos about video games and comedy thanks and also- jason
0: Look for more from me on the Classic Comics Cavalcade podcast, available where you found this podcast.
1: Yay, we did plugs. Okay, I had to get the plugs in. Okay. Oh, thank you.